Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. A show about empowering and motivating you to broaden your mind. Now, here is your host, Sonia Luray. Good afternoon, Whispers, and welcome to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am your host. Sonia Larey, Certified Lifestyle Relationship Counselor, Educator, and Motivational Speaker. Whispers, it is such a special pleasure for me to be back in this room for, with you all today and to be here in our safe space. I mean, do you realize that we haven't seen or talked with each other in four months as of tomorrow, the 19th? And, you know, I always want you all to join in on the conversation, so please feel free to call in at area code 516-595-8091. Again, that's 516-595-8091. And whispers, you know Blog Talk Radio has heard us, they know what we want, and they have opened up a live chat box for our discussion, and it is live right now, so if you have any comments, any questions, or you just want me to know that you're here, please feel free to drop in a message in the chat box because you know your girl loves to monitor a good chat box. And hey, guys, did you get your cocktail or your mocktail of this episode? This is a special cocktail mocktail that we have today, and it's the old-fashioned bourbon and ginger and you'll get to know why we chose this for this discussion today as well as we get into it and if you did not get your cocktail or mocktail please make sure that you join our vip listing by clicking the live link that's in the description of this episode and get on that vip listing so you can get your cocktail or your mocktail and listen if you have a topic or a question that you would like me to answer, feel free to email me at whispersinabottle at yahoo.com. That's whispersinabottle at yahoo.com. And I'd like to thank our sponsor of our show for this episode is La Paz Image Consultants, where everything is fabulous. La Paz Image Consultants is a full-service luxury agency giving you everything from fashion psychology, lifestyle counseling, to harmoniously merge your life seamlessly. La Paz Image Consultants, where everything is fabulous. Visit them at www.lapazimageconsultants.com. So, Whisperers, are you ready to get into this week's topic when is it okay not to be okay? You know, and it seems like we should have some dramatic music because that is such a deep conversation. And as you know, I like to start each discussion with a clear definition, and this is no different. So we're going to get the understanding and the meaning of the word okay, and that's satisfactory but not exceptional or exceptional especially good. So once again, okay means satisfactory, but not exceptionally or especially good. You know, whisperers, 
you know, a lot of times my topics uh, take shape from conversations that I have either with clients or associates, sometimes things that you will email me and something that either has even uh, some kind of impact on my personal life. And this is no different this week. Uh, This show stems from something major that has uh, taken place in my life. And it goes back to the last time that we were together. And, you know, the last time we were together was Friday, March the 19th. And this date I will... I will never forget because um, that is the day I became literally okay with not being okay. You see, let me just take you back to that day because many of you were here and you know what happened. Like we were on air, everything was going great. We were doing the topic um, and we're actually going to go back and have that discussion that that just kind of shut off in the middle of us talking. So don't worry, I'm going to actually give you some uh, programming information at the end of today too. But we were in the middle of everything, and all of a sudden the studio just went black. Everything went off. I mean, we weren't online any longer, and no matter what we tried to do and, and everything that my engineer was doing and everything they were telling me, we could not get back on air. And I was just totally totally upset and literally was not okay with it. And see, we had um, technical issues prior to this as well. So this would be the second time. So you know I was furious. So with that being said, you know, I just felt like I needed to speak with my, my manager, who is also my mom, as many as you all know. And, you know, she just had a way of just always, she has a way of just talking to me and just balancing out things and just making things just seem that they're going to be fine, don't worry. And I just needed to vent to her, and I just was like, you know, this is crazy. Needless to say, um, I couldn't get in touch with her. I kept calling, and I had called her before uh, I went on air because um, I have a little ritual that what you all don't know behind the scenes is that myself and my manager, before I come on air and I just to clear my mind and to get ready to come into this room, uh, she and I talk to each other from like 2 o'clock, like a little bit uh, before, after 2, going into the time that they count me into the show. And needless to say, I didn't get to talk to her. And I the joke was, you know, as soon as I go live, and needless to say, that didn't happen, but instead at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I was notified that my mother had suddenly passed away. Whisperers, I have to tell you something honestly. Everything that I know and everything in that minute just started to fall apart and everything just seemed like the sky was falling. Like that proverbial statement of Chicken Little, the sky is falling. Um, I became angry. I was confused. I was frightened. I was dismayed. I mean, I had to figure out what was being even said to me at that time when they were telling me this. I really didn't even know how to even wrap my mind around what they were saying to me. It seemed like this was like a horrible, horrible, bad prank someone was playing. 
And I had spoken to my mom um, earlier in that day. I'd spoken to her just before lunch and everything. We laughed and talked as always. Um, We have a great relationship. My mother is my confidant. She's my best friend. She's a little bit everything. And so needless to say, now I was thrust into everything. Um, Nothing could um, have prepared me for this. And then I was just... um, thrust into handling so many different things that I never had to handle because of her being my manager as well. But moving that forward, needless to say, everyone started to call and everyone started to uh, wanted to know, uh, was I okay? How are you doing? Are you okay? Are you, or how are you? And I, I realized I didn't really know how to answer that question at first because No, I was not okay. I just lost the most dynamic person in my life, and which in turn made me want to really have this discussion. You see, we need and must unlearn old behaviors of suppressing our emotions. And the answer to this question of are you okay It's simply this. It is always okay not to be okay. Did you hear me? It is okay not to be okay. See, whisperers, too many times we have a tendency to consistently try to make ourselves or others feel better. You know, as people, uh, we're driven by uh, compassion and empathy. And if you don't know exactly what compassion is, it means to be sympathetic with pity and concern for suffering and misfortune of others. And that's what sympathy is. And did you know that these two qualities of uh, compassion and empathy often are misdirected? And yes, it's true And instead of the sympathy and concern, we project our idea of okay onto others as well as ourselves. Here it is, Whispers. What would it look like for us to simply feel whatever it is that's coming up in us? What would it look like? See, let me give you um, a great example of this. Let's say you have like uh, the stomach flu. This is a great example. Let's say you have the stomach flu. You know you're sick and that you need to take in fluids. You need to rest. You need to take the medication. And you need to start taking it easy so you let this bug run its course. And then as quick as you got it, you're better from it. So you've allowed yourself to rest. You've allowed yourself the time to self-care. You've allowed this thing to run its course because you've allowed your body time to heal and get better. So it's exactly the same when we have these deep, deep emotions that there isn't any medication that we can simply take We have to be willing to be really 
ready to examine our emotions and allow ourselves to feel those feelings and not just okay them away. Did you get what I just told you? It's a moment that we have to start to feel these things. See, the underlying truth behind everything is that we must show up for all of our emotional experiences, no matter how painful they are. I mean, like, seriously, like, I had to show up for myself, and I'm still trying to show up for myself in this situation because today even, I was, I, I had a moment where I just was not going to push the button to start and to start speaking on air because I felt like, can I really come in this room and be authentic and to express my feelings and let you all know there is a time and there is time now that I am just not okay. And, you know, whispers, I always tell you all, I lead by example, and I try to let my life and different things uh, be an example for others, as well as even letting people know that when I have to make those pivots and those shifts. And those pivots and shifts are not always easy either. So, you know, they are, with that being said, of course, you know, the underlying truth behind everything is that we must show up for ourselves and our emotions, no matter how painful they are, or they are destined to continue to manifest in our lives in different ways. And what I'm telling you is basically it's normal It's unexpected and human nature to have times when we are just not okay. And that's okay. And that we judge and shame ourselves more harshly than anyone else does for our emotional experiences. We're the worst critics of ourselves. Oh, my goodness. This means that we have to um, actively process and allow ourselves to show up for our emotions so we can heal our wounds and not cause harm to ourselves or even others. See, notice I said that we have to show up for ourselves because when you do that, that means that you're healthy looking at yourself. You're looking through your the eye and not just doing a magnifying glass that you're nitpicking, but it's showing that healthy mindset. And it also goes back to it's okay not to be okay. You know, is this comfortable? Is it a comfortable thing? By far, I'm going to tell you, no, it's not. And um, it's vital for our emotional growth. And definitely, without a doubt, if we don't learn new things, new processes, How do we, in fact, grow and develop the needed skills in making ourselves feel whole or even start to repair the emotional imbalances or put the balances into our lives if we don't do this? You know, um, Whispers, I have to ask, let me ask you this. How often uh, do you respond to questions of how are you? Do you simply say, oh, I'm fine? Or maybe I've heard this one from many people, and I've even said it myself even. I'm guilty of it. Well, you know, there's no need to complain. You know, what 
What doesn't kill you makes you stronger, and this too shall pass. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm fine. But are you really? Are we really? <laughs> you know, when we downplay these um, emotions and try to bottle or cap them, per se, we not only teach people that our feelings and emotions aren't important, but you also tell yourself important to feel the way you do and that your emotional health isn't important for you. Wow. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? Let me repeat that. So we not only teach people that our feelings and emotions aren't important, but we also tell ourselves it isn't important to feel the way that we do and that our emotional health isn't important for Y-O-U. So how do we start to heal and process these emotions? And to really begin to acknowledge and heal properly and not just float by. Because as you're floating or you're flying by like this, and when you hit that turbulence, you're not equipped to really handle it, and your plane falls out the sky. What do you do then? Because now you have no control over it. We need to start to honestly process what we are feeling. And I have a couple of steps that I feel that will help and steps that I've even started to put into practice myself to help me because by far I'm going to tell you, I have had many things happen in my life um, from a paralyzation, brain tumor, and other things, but nothing, nothing could prepare me for something this major as my mom passing and the deep pain that I feel. And each day I wake up, we talk about her, we laugh. There's so many stories, just different things, things that I do. Um, If you knew my mom, a lot of people uh, even state that the inflection in my voice sounds so much like her. So many times it's, it's nice to even hear that as well. But these steps, I feel, are pertinent for us to take. And so if you have a notebook, you may want to write them down, or you can bookmark this episode, go back, listen to it, and take the information that you need from it. So let's get into our steps that we can try to break down and to see what we need to honestly start processing so we can have and acknowledge these feelings. So first and foremost, we have to acknowledge what has happened. That means to allow yourself a moment to know and realize something major has taken place. So we must acknowledge what has happened. Secondly, don't minimize your feelings. Understand that nothing you feel is insignificant to you. Nothing. And don't minimize those feelings. Don't, don't shortchange them. Because that's what happens so many times. You just, it's okay, well, you know, and you try to brush it off. That goes back to that first step of acknowledgement. 
and then we must not minimize it. So step three is to stay open, meaning that it is okay to be vulnerable. When addressing our true feelings, it's important to be honest and not sugarcoat anything. Allow yourself a moment to be angry or or hurt, embarrassed, or nervous without accusing yourself of being silly or irrational. How many times have you said, oh, I'm just being silly. Oh, it's, it's just me. Oh, I'm just being, you know, I'm just. I'm just. Let me tell you something. When we are not allowed to have these feelings and we're not allowed to express or to even acknowledge them, it helps you to put a a mask on and you start to walk through life with this, this mask on and never showing your true identity or the feelings and emotions. And you don't get to really have people tap into you to help you to be able to do this either. So we have to acknowledge what has happened. We cannot minimize our feelings, and we have to stay open. To stay open. And don't find, this is number four, don't find your emotions away. Don't find, F. I-N-E. Let your emotions run its course. Do you realize how important this step truly is to the full picture of a healthy mindset or that growth mindset? And understanding that it takes time to heal and no one can put a time limit on your healing. Let me tell you something with regards to just finding yourself away. Like, I'm, you're fine. You're okay. Have you ever noticed, like, even a prime example is, like, you may see uh, for men that even for young boys, they're, oh, you're okay, you're fine, brush it off, you're okay. But it does not teach them how to tap into those emotions. So when it comes time for them to nurture someone else, they're unable to do it, unable to do it, because they have never learned how to tap in and to understand and to feel the emotions that they have. They're not allowed to cry. Men don't cry. Yes, they do. Because men hurt just as much as women hurt, just as much as everyone in this earth hurts. And there's nothing wrong with crying and showing emotion. Now, with that being said, though, I want you to realize this, too. If you realize that you are slowly still spiraling down the rabbit hole, and you're not able to come to grips with the emotions and the emotions are overcoming you, then you have to seek professional help, and there is nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with asking for help. There is no shame or to be ashamed of that. Because when you're ashamed of it, you can't get help, and then that means that you are just someone who is walking around with these emotions that in turn could end up that you harm yourself or others. And that is not what we want. And depression is real. It's real, and it can take, it can spiral because for the simple fact of it all, it's because we've had something major take place in our life. 
and we're not sure of exactly what this is. And let me tell you, as a therapist, I am a therapist. I have a therapist that I talk to because I want to be balanced in my, my feelings, my emotions, and emotions that are so heavy and deep as this. I need to be able to talk about it. And in turn, that's what I want for my clients and for you all. And if you want to talk to me or you want to talk to someone, please do not feel ashamed about that. That is empowering for yourself. That is helping you to be okay because it is okay not to be okay. So these steps may sound simple because, you know, acknowledge what has happened. Don't minimize your feelings. Stay open and don't find your emotions away, all sound very, very simple. But guess what, whisperers? They aren't. They truly aren't. Because we as people have been conditioned to get over it, to shake it off. There's a song about it, shake it off, to just keep moving. There was even a video of film with a little fish that just just keeps swimming, swimming, just keep moving. And these types of mindsets stifle and deform our emotional growth. We must start to shed the shame that surrounds not being okay. Because everybody feels like, oh, well, then there's a problem. Well, no, there's not a problem. It means that the person is dealing with emotions. It means that the person is validating their feelings and their emotions and that you, as a person, can say, look, I've never been there, but my heart goes out to you. So we must start to shed that. And we have to let go of the notion that we are, we are not, excuse me, that we are not allowed to feel pain of any kind and that we're weak if we're feeling this, something's wrong. So let me just tell you, whispers. it's normal. Normal is fine, but healthy is divine. Did you catch that? Normal is fine, but healthy is divine. With all of this being stated, whispers, and this was a, a, a lot on this conversation today, it's okay to feel pain. It's okay to feel scared. It's okay to feel uncertain. And by far, it's okay not to be okay. And I want to personally thank so many of you all that have emailed me, that have sent text messages and uh, cards to the office, and and just your well wishes through this whole situation. I, I appreciate you all so much. And just to always be here as support and to be in this safe space that we can have discussions like this is really just um, dynamic, and I'm grateful for it. And, you know, I always like to make sure and to tell you all that how much I appreciate you because it is a privilege to do this. And, um, you know, as we process these things, you know, you will eventually get to a point that you will be okay with not being okay, but that okay with not being okay will mean that you are healthy, you are dealing with your emotions. And the four steps that I gave you of acknowledging 
what has happened. You're not minimizing your feelings. You're staying open and you're not just finding yourself away. You'll find that you're whole again and that you're able to deal with things that come up in a healthy manner. You know, this discussion is something that I hope that you all will share with others that maybe need to hear this or those that need to hear that it's okay the way that they feel and that you are here. You know, I'd love to work with you all and help you all learn how to process your emotions or to help you uh, stop feeling stuck that you're in a rut. Feel free to uh, email me at whispersinabottle at yahoo.com, and uh, we'll set up a 30-minute free consultation. And Whisper, as you know, I love to get social with you all, and I'm on social media. You can find me at on Instagram at www.instagram.com slash whispersinabottle underscore podcast. I'm on Facebook at www.facebook.com whisper in a bottle, no S. We're also on Twitter at www.twitter.com, capital W-H-I-S-P-E-R-S, capital B-O-T-T-L-E. And don't forget, you can listen to Whispers in a Bottle on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple, Pandora, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And if you would like to sponsor an episode of Whispers in a Bottle, feel free to email Lindsay Miles at whispersinabottle at yahoo.com. And Whispers, this has been great. Thank you for welcoming me back into your uh, listening space, your safe zone. It's great to be here with you. I'm truly honored, and um, this has been truly a fabulous discussion. And um, continue it. Continue having this discussion. Give it to others, as I stated, and uh, invite them into our room. And thank you all for tuning in to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am your host, Sonia Loray, Certified Lifestyle Relationship Counselor, Educator, and Motivational Speaker. Excuse me. Please be safe. And I look forward to next week when we get back together for another amazing discussion, how to stop enabling grown children. All right, Whisperers, be safe, and I shall definitely talk to you guys next week. Thank you again for tuning in.